Yo, what is up guys? Welcome to the Live, Train, Perform podcast. I'm your host, Sean Koba. What I'm going to be doing in today's session, and this will likely continue for the ongoing future, is every second Thursday, I'm just going to sit down and record my thoughts. So uh, I'll share a little bit of an insight into what's happening in my life, what I'm studying, what I'm reading, uh, lessons learned, how training's going, uh, etc. So I'm recording this on Wednesday the 22nd of July at roughly 4pm in the afternoon and first of all uh, I must say massive congratulations to my man Peter Yarn who just won the UFC bantamweight title against Jose Aldo last, not last weekend, the weekend before. So uh, I've got to say it was a proud coaching moment for me and I might have shed a few tears there so... <laughs> Uh, no, that was awesome to to play a small part in his journey, and I've been training him for over two years since he before he made his UFC debut, uh, and I've trained him for six of his seven fights in the UFC. So, uh, very proud coaching moment for me, and I'm absolutely honoured and proud to be uh, one of the coaches that he trusts to take him on that journey. So, congratulations to Peter Yarn. Also, a massive shout out to. Rafael Faziv, who is our kickboxing coach at Tiger Muay Thai, who uh, dominated a very dangerous striker on the weekend uh, in the UFC on Fight Island. So massive congrats to those two and everyone else involved in the coaching team at Tiger Muay Thai. So a couple of weeks ago, I went away to a small island and I switched my phone off. And I like to do this probably once a month where I get away and turn off technology and for me, this is one of those things where I'm, you know, focused on uh, getting away from society and just sitting with my thoughts and taking notes of, you know, what's going through my mind and uh, kind of planning and not being distracted because we live in this world of distraction. So, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I went away to a small island, rented a bungalow on the beach and just sat there with a notepad and pen uh, and had some books. I literally turned my phone off for 36 hours. Um, and it was awesome. I, you know, wrote down a lot of things that were going through my mind. I um, jotted down some business plans, some potential um, collaborations that I want to do. And I've since reached out to a few people and um, talked about how we can move forward together, help each other grow, etc. Um, but one of the books that I read was, I read this book from cover to cover, and then I started another book. But the book that I read from cover to cover is called Tribe by Sebastian Junger. And um, he is a journalist that has been embedded with soldiers overseas. And if you haven't seen the documentary Restrepo, I highly recommend watching that. Uh, he was embedded with a group of American soldiers in one of the most dangerous combat outposts in Afghanistan. So this book that he wrote is on the evolution of human societies, basically talking about the role of tribes and the role that people play, individual roles that people play within these tribes. So I'm going to read an excerpt from this book. The beauty and the tragedy of the modern world is that it eliminates many situations that require people to demonstrate a commitment to the collective good. Protected by police and fire departments and relieved of most of the challenges of survival, an urban man might go through his entire life without having to come to the aid of someone in danger or even give up his dinner. Likewise, a woman in a society that has codified its moral behavior into a set of laws and penalties might never have to make a choice that puts her very life at risk. What would you risk dying for, and for whom, 
is perhaps the most profound question a person can ask themselves. The vast majority of people in modern society are able to pass their whole lives without ever having to answer that question, which is both an enormous blessing and a significant loss. It is a loss because having to face that question has, for tens of millennia, been one of the ways that we have defined ourselves as people. And it is a blessing because life has gotten far less difficult and traumatic than it was for most people even a century ago. Profound words there from Sebastian Junger. And if you uh, like that excerpt and you'd like to know more about that, go and read the book Tribe. Uh, Highly recommended. I literally read that book from cover to cover over about a 24 to 36 hour period. Next up, what am I studying? I'm currently going through my anatomy and physiology diploma course now. The reason I'm doing this is because I want to understand anatomy and physiology at a much deeper level. I did my PT course when I was getting out of the army in 2012. As I was transitioning, I did my online PT course. And I mean, that was enough to give me the um, answers that I needed and the direction that I needed to get started with my own business and start coaching people. But over the years, I've developed my own systems and, you know, the more courses I've done, the more I realize I don't know. So uh, I want to go back and I want to understand anatomy and physiology at a much deeper level. It's funny, actually, I'm, I'm up to module five and I think I just finished my module five exam and uh, I've been posting these on my stories, my results, the pass mark 60%. Uh, I got two 96% and 98% and 200%. And when I posted them on my stories, I had a couple of people reach out, reach out and ask me if I was cheating on those tests. And my reply was, fuck no, I was not cheating on those tests. Maybe back in the day when I did my PT course, I might have cheated just so I could pass the test. Okay, but now I actually want to understand. I want to know. I want to be able to explain that stuff to people. So uh, that's where I'm at with my study. I'm going through anatomy and physiology whilst I'm also simultaneously going through a podcast course. I don't know anything about podcasting. Uh, I just thought I'd crack on, get started with it, um, start putting out content and learn along the way. So that's where I'm at with my study. Uh, what am I listening to? The For the most part, I'm listening to Mind Pump. Um, I've been listening to these guys for probably five or six years. A uh, bit of an OG, I guess. I've been listening since I think maybe 2015 or 14 or something like that. I've probably listened to about a thousand fucking hours of their content. So, you know, they have um, kind of shaped my philosophy and a lot of the knowledge and expertise and uh, the philosophy that I bring to training has come from them. So highly recommend going and listening to those guys. So it's basically three guys that just jump on the mic that have really good banter, but also present really good quality information. Justin is or was a previous... uh, college level football player um was all about training for performance didn't give a fuck about what he looked like sal uh was a bit of a nerd uh started lifting weights when he was 14 15 years old um pretty much lived by arnold schwarzenegger's um encyclopedia of bodybuilding um he's all about health now and then adam uh was the physique competitor who didn't give a fuck about how much he was lifting or Um, you know any performance statistics or metrics or anything like that and he was really focused on what he looked like and being able to present on stage so uh, very good banter between those guys Um, they're pretty funny and you know they've got a good vibe they've got a good chill they've got a good flow 
so they have some good banter, they have some good laughs, but they also um, present some really good quality information as well. Next up, my training. Uh, for a period of a couple of weeks there, I was going into the MMA and wrestling classes. Uh, two weeks ago now, I went into an MMA sparring class, didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Uh, I'd been doing a little bit of boxing, but the MMA sparring, I, I threw some kicks. I think I kicked someone in the elbow or something like that and hurt my foot. So for the last kind of two weeks, uh, unfortunately, that's put me out of those classes. So yeah, the last couple of weeks have been all about getting into the gym uh, and just getting a little bit of a pump, getting back to my roots, um, getting some bodybuilding style training going. Unfortunately, I can't lift heavy or sprint or throw or jump or anything like that because of my foot. So uh, yeah, back to conventional style, bodybuilding style, bro split training. Um, which has been good. I've enjoyed it, getting into the gym and getting a pump. Um, I am, however, probably the lightest I've been for a long period of time. I'm roughly 78 kilos at the moment, not intentionally, um, but I've got to, I've got some decent muscle mass and I'm quite lean at the moment. So happy days. Once my foot heals up, then I'll get back into the wrestling, the sparring and things like that. And to round out the episode, I'm just going to talk about some lessons learned Obviously, we're still going through the COVID pandemic and we're still trying to figure out what's happening there and, you know, how the world's going to be affected by this and what the future is going to look like and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I did a lot of research and I listened to some podcasts and I went back and uh, dived into what happened with the Spanish flu in 1918. Now, 50 to 100 million people were killed by the Spanish flu back then. Now, we've got to consider what was happening back then as well. This was towards the end of World War One, So, obviously, there were soldiers that were transmitting this disease all around the world. And, you know, it, it was spreading like wildfire. But <clears throat> what the authorities did was once they realized that people were getting sick, was they started enforcing these rules where, you know, it was all about social distancing and, um, you know, isolation and things like that. Uh, and what happened was they actually flattened the curve and the numbers started dropping, but then once that curve flattened, the government started opening up places and, you know, people went about their business and, um, you know, started getting out and about and interacting with others and things like that, and a second wave hit, uh, and then the same thing happened. They locked everything down, closed everything off. Uh, Once they flattened the curve, then people went out, got back into normal everyday life and went about their business, and then a third wave hit. So, you know, there's lessons in history. And I think that the there's some things that we can take away from that and, you know, learn from the past. And hopefully people can do the right thing and manage their health and immune system and do the things that look after themselves and um, make sure they look after themselves and their families and ride this thing out. Obviously, you know, technology um, and scientific advancements have made the world a much safer place. So, as long as people do the right thing and, and manage their health and immune system and we can flatten the curve, uh, they can come up with a vaccine and, you know, it's likely that we're going to create some herd immunity as well where, you know, people are getting infected with this disease but then our immune systems are doing the right thing and creating antibodies and, you know, we can deal with this thing a lot better and it doesn't affect the world's population anywhere near as much as it did back then. So that's it from me today, guys. I'll be back in two weeks' time with some more reflections. Take care. Peace out.